Welcome to Xperra Marketing, the podcast where we innovate, create, and appreciate. Powered by Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. Here's the host of Xperra Marketing, Chief Xperra Marketer, Calvin Karasquilla. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Xperra Marketing, the podcast where we innovate, create, and appreciate. Just like Jim McCarthy at Jim McCarthy VoiceOver said, this is Xperra Marketing. He has a really deep voice that I'm not even going to try to emulate. But thank you, Jim, for that. And you can see at the bottom of the screen there, Jim McCarthy VoiceOvers, JimMcCarthyVoiceOvers.com. Without further ado, let's bring on my uh, my co-host here, Mr. Matt Wilson. Hello, Matt. Hello, there sir. How are you? Wonderful. Good to be here. Yes. So this is our episode after the Halloween weekend. So I hope you're not in a uh, diabetic coma or a candy coma. <laughs> I've just Kit Kat wrappers littering the floor under my desk here. It's terrible. I, I thought I heard you crunching around a little bit as you got to your chair, and that's it. It's the rappers explain it. So we are back with another episode of Xperra Marketing. This is Xperra Marketing episode seven. Down with QSP, you know me. Down with QSP, you know me. I was afraid you were going to sing. <laughs> so that's a little uh, take on a popular Naughty by Nature song. And a lot of you, and I know Matt included, are probably like, what the hell are QSPs? So with that, yeah, right? What the heck is a QSP? With that today, we have a very special guest. Uh, his name's Naveen Nanja. He's the regional sales manager at AdPearance and Four Eyes. I call him Naveen Nanja, the analytics ninja. <laughs> and he's going to explain for us today uh, what a QSP is and why dealers should be on the lookout for QSP. So before we do that, there he is. Hey, Naveen, how are you? Hey, guys. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming me. on the show. And uh, I know, so you're uh, on from Oregon, and uh, obviously all the way on the other side, Matt and I are in New Jersey and, and Connecticut. Matt's in Connecticut, but uh, so it's a little early over there, so we appreciate you hopping on. <laughs> of course. And uh, with that, why don't you introduce yourself, tell us about uh, Adperance and Four Eyes, go for it. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I'm with Adperience and 4Eyes. So Adperience is a digital agency that's uh, been around for about a decade at this point. We really specialize in the auto industry. Um, we're in a bunch of different certified digital programs uh, from FCA to Acura to Toyota. Uh, the, I think there's seven in total. And 4Eyes is a part of our business um, that actually came uh, that's really focused on everything that happens after a lead is generated. So marketing attribution and sales enablement. So um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the short version, and we'll get into what a QSP is uh, shortly. So tell us about you, though. So as the regional sales manager, what are you in charge of, and then how long have you been with AdPearance? And, and you know, once again, why are you the analytics ninja? <laughs> I've been with AdPearance for about two and a half years, but uh, my background is uh, I was a, a marketing and a computer science major in college, and I always kind of had the plan of getting into digital marketing and advertising. Um, so I like to tell people I'm probably, uh, underqualified to write code, but overqualified <laughs> for digital marketing, um, technically at least. Uh, so that's kind of my background. Um, you know, uh, I've, I've learned a lot of he here at AdParents and the four eyes platform has really taught me a lot about not just, uh, the strategies with managing, uh, paid advertising for for dealers, but also how to actually report on that and make business decisions based off of the metrics that you're tracking um, from your digital advertising. 
Yeah, and I think that that's exceptionally important, especially, you know, in this day and age, in this uh, COVID world that we're living in. And we know that dealers need to be a lot smarter with their advertising spend. They need to make informed decisions. I think a lot of what ad parents and, you know, four eyes, like you said, what happens after the lead actually does is utilize that data and that information. So, you know, that's why we wanted to have you on. One of the things that you had uh, taught me, actually, which, you know, that that's always great. I always say there's a brighter, redder, faster Ferrari. And I, I personally think that you are that guy when it comes to me as well. So with that, you taught me uh, the acronym of QSP. So for the listeners out there who still don't know what QSP is, but they're still thinking like QSP, you know, down with QSP, you know what I mean? Tell us what a, a QSP is, please. Sure. So QSP stands for quality sales prospect. Um, so in the world of four eyes, that's an acronym that's really specific to four eyes. But uh, the simplest way to explain it is that not all prospects are created equal. Um, working in the auto industry, you're fully aware that not every prospect that you generate is going to be a sales prospect. Um, really, there's sales prospects and then there's everybody else. So uh, QSPs are essentially prospects that we qualify with four eyes as having sales intent. Um, and those prospects are more valuable to a dealer, obviously, because uh, that's what they're interested in. They want to, they know they're going to generate parts and service prospects and leads. Um, they know they're going to have people calling the dealership who maybe aren't ready to do business at all. Um, they just have questions. Uh, so they trying to hone in on the prospects and the leads you're generating and paying for that actually have sales intent um, is why we kind of, created that nomenclature of QSP. So that's the shorthand for saying, hey, this is a prospect that's showing sales intent. So what is or what are uh, the portions of that sales intent that you guys are looking at? So some of it is based on context. So obviously if somebody fills, fills out a form on the website, um, the context of the form can tell you if it's a if it's a sales prospect. So if they fill out a price form, it's pretty clear that that's probably a sales prospect. Um, the other things that Four Eyes is doing too is it's uh, we have a team of human analysts and we also use um, you know AI basically to go through every single phone call, form fill, or chat um, from the website and then analyze those transcripts. So um, if the AI doesn't catch it, then the then the human analyst will right and so. It's usually pretty clear if you listen to a phone call, whether or not that's somebody who's interested in purchasing a vehicle or if they're a non-sales prospect. So um, there's always the, the thing that I think that that you is the most difficult part of this is that it takes a lot of manpower to listen to every single phone call. Um, and that's usually not something that's feasible for the normal headcount at a dealership. So um, trying to take that part of it out so that you can actually see, okay, of all of the leads that came through my website, not just the paid ones, but also organic and direct traffic, um, which one of those actually generated me the most sales prospects or QSPs as opposed to total prospects? Mm -hmm. So when you look at that, right, so seeing what lead sources or, you know, vendor partners of yours have actually created the most sales prospects, I mean, the next logical step for a dealer would say, okay, let me look at maybe or potentially reallocating some of the money from the sources that, you know, aren't generating these QSPs and putting it to the sources that are. Would that be, I mean, the, the correct assumption? Absolutely. Um, a lot of people, uh, you know, I break it down this way. There's really only two problems you're trying to solve in digital advertising, lead volume and lead quality. Um, 
most metrics and KPIs that uh, agencies are going to provide um, or that, you know, digital advertising, you know, platforms and marketing attribution platforms are really geared towards volume. Um, it's much harder to gauge quality, which is what the QSP is is getting at, right? So um, I want to get you the quality prospects. And so um, that way, when you're looking at your advertising, like you said, you're looking at not just, hey, you know, paid search generated me X amount of prospects, but it generated me X amount of sales prospects versus Facebook. And so then you can get a more apples to apples comparison because volume is not always equal quality. Um, sure. And so trying to cut through that noise in some way that's not just time on site or pages per session or VDP views um, is kind of the problem that we're trying to solve. No, I, I like that a lot. And I think, you know, uh, just a general statement from uh, someone on the dealer perspective, but even Matt as an individual, you know, who's at an ad agency, in, in an ideal world, I think what we're all looking for, I, I don't need... 10,000 leads that don't, you know, and these are all semantic numbers, right? So I don't need 10,000 leads that don't convert, right? But if I had 10 leads that I knew all 10 would sell, you know, obviously we would want <laughs> 10 leads that are all going to convert. So I think that that's, you know, the beauty of what AdPurance and Four Eyes, what you guys are doing is because you're literally focusing on just that. And this is great for, you know, uh, other ad agencies, you know, vendor partners of dealers to, to listen up to or, you know, listen, listen to. And then for dealers to really even ask their vendor partners. And that's what this is about is dealers. Don't be afraid to ask your vendor partners and say, hey, so you got me X amount of, you know, leads. But from is there any way that we can connect those to sales? Uh, is there any other metrics that you're looking at in terms of identifying these people as these quality sales prospects? And I think if we really did that and looked at it and boiled it down to its simplest form, that's going to help dealers out, you know, in terms of actually getting a return on their advertising spend. So, I mean, <coughs> Absolutely. You know, um, yeah. And, it, and it's challenging because even I think most people agree that paid search is usually the best return on investment in terms of where you can put your digital advertising dollars as a dealer. Um, but there are challenges with paid search. So, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the Google micro moments um, concept of really bucketing the keywords that are most likely to turn into a, a lead. A lot of those are, you know, brand plus dealership. So Dodge dealership, um, you know, Dodge dealer, things like that. But th the challenge there is that, there's not a clear intent of whether that's a sales prospect or a non-sales prospect. So somebody who's do, looking for service um, is going to search for a dealership in the same way as someone who's looking to buy a vehicle. And so um, there's a lot more info and context that can be gleaned when you start to look at it, um, you know, not just on a channel by channel basis, but, you know, for the clients of ours that work with us both on the ad appearance and the four eye side, we can offer a little more insight at a more granular level. So saying not just is, is paid search didn't just generate you this many QSPs, but these campaigns within paid search generated you X amount of QSPs. Then you start to really be able to boil it down to not just, you know, I think the most rudimentary way of, of doing um, reporting is, is saying lead actions. So how many phone calls, how many forms, how many chats? One step further is to say how many unique prospects. And the last step is QSPs. So once you start to boil it down to what's your cost per lead action, cost per unique prospect, cost per QSP, then you really start to be able to get an apples to apples comparison that can go across channels um, and make it a make your job 
as a digital marketer, a lot easier when you're having to make decisions on, I have X amount of dollars. How do I generate the most sales prospects with this, this, you know, finite amount of money? Yeah, I think that that's very important. I mean, actually, when you look at it, because we as dealers, and I know the dealer community out there really focuses on some very high level things, uh, you know, impressions and uh, cost per click, right? So for a dealer, when they say, oh, yeah, you know, I got over 100,000 impressions and my cost per click was $2.48, like I'm doing really great. Well, dealer, you know, it's, it's really time to wake up and say, you know, everything that you had mentioned, that's, that's the top of the funnel. And then really what happens is you look at cost per actions and then, you know, or cost per lead, excuse me, then cost per action. Then you end up looking at actual cost per quality sales prospect. And I think some of those numbers, if you really dug into it, might be alarming to some dealers because they would say, oh my goodness, like, you know, this, maybe this isn't working for me and, and I need to absolutely reevaluate and see this as an opportunity for improvement with their marketing and so on <laughs> and so forth. So I think that that's very, very important. Um, you know, especially when we're looking at the idea of a quality sales pro- prospect and being as efficient as possible with our expenditures. So once they're identified, right, a, a QSP, yeah. what kind of reporting, I mean, should dealers be looking at, um, whether it's what adference or forums can provide or just in general, you know, whether they're on Google Analytics or, or something like that or vendor partners, what should they be asking to say? Yeah, um, I think that if you have a way of identifying QSPs, um, using that as kind of your North star of just saying, well, we, we, we know that this is what we're after at the end of the day. Um, so just, I think cost per QSP is a really good way of identifying, um, the appropriate channels and campaigns that are working for you. So that if you can boil that down on a granular level where you have, you know, a couple different, let's say Facebook campaigns, and you can, you can actually figure out the cost per QSP for different campaigns to different audiences with different, um, you know, basically you can AB test, right? So that I think is, if you can get that data, that is the best way to use it. Use it similar to how you would use a conversion rate or a cost per lead um, type metric um, just to actually quantify the value of the conversions that you're getting. Um, I think to your point, a lot of people put a lot of weight into impressions or clicks click-through rate, search impression share, you know, those important, those metrics are important. There's no doubt. Um, but they don't highlight the underlying um, thing, which is you can't sell cars to traffic to your website. You got to sell cars to people and you need them to pick up the phone and fill out forms and, you know, start a chat with your team. So those should be the things that you're tracking and optimizing against. Um, because, you know, I think ultimately, um, too many dealers view advertising as maybe a commodity where they see it as it's a switch and do I have it switched on or do I have it switched off? And um, I think that's, that's a trap that you fall into where you think that every, every spend is going to be equal because you know, I'm like, I'll sometimes I'll ask dealers like, Hey, are you, are you utilizing Facebook? And they'll say, yeah, I got somebody doing that. I'm like, great. And then you ask one more follow-up question. You realize that that's about the extent of their tracking of it's on, it's working. If you ask them, uh, if you ask them, okay, like, do you have a general ballpark on like what your conversion rate is there? Do you generally like, what are the metrics that you look at monthly when you talk to your provider? 
a lot of times they're not really like clued in there. And part of it is because it's a lot of times it's not their job. You know, they might be a general sales manager or a GM who has way too much on their plate to really be getting in the weeds. But that's where you really need to rely on that vendor partner to the question you should ask them is, okay, outside of like, like, tell me why these metrics are the ones that are important to me and are important to you. And why do we share these? Cause how do these relate to my bottom line? So, right. um, you know, impression share is great, but impression, I can have a great impression share and not sell any cars and vice versa. Right. So I think just questioning, taking a step back and really questioning why these KPIs and why these metrics is a good place to start, no matter what industry you're in, whether it's auto or anything else. Um, Because the metrics that you measure should have some direct correlation to what's important to you. And as a dealer, that's sales. So how does impression share relate to sales? How does click-through rate relate to sales? Um, It's a lot easier to, to, to make the connection between how to QSP volume or cost per QSP or even cost per lead, how does that relate to sales? Because I know that if I can achieve a specific cost per lead or conversion rate, I'll get an appropriate volume. And then I look at my close rate as a dealership and I can ballpark kind of how much I can net in sales from my digital advertising expenditure. So I think extending the, the funnel of digital advertising from not just have it end when the lead gets created, but have it extend all the way through to the sale happening or, you know, or losing the sale, right? Whatever you're tracking, right? If you can, if you can track them all the way through to say, this was not just a prospect, this was a quality sales prospect. And then this is, these are the QSPs that we actually ended up closing. That's the really powerful thing. I mean, frankly, it's not always easy to do. Um, I mean, that's why there's a huge industry for marketing attribution Uh, Mm -hmm. and there still is. There's new tools I feel like coming out every day because it's a challenging thing to do without a lot of coordination. So um, definitely something I would say um, as a dealer, ask the question about why is this metric important, but then rely on your vendor partner to help you figure out how to actually track those things. Yeah, I think the important thing, you know, why is always great. So first of all, if you don't ask, you'll never get. So ask why. And I I could not agree with you more um, with that statement, with that sentiment. The other thing, you know, in terms of dealers, you need to sometimes press your vendor partners. I really want to make this important. And it's not to say that your vendor partners aren't doing what they say they're doing. But if you ask them and they can't provide you with that answer, well, yikes, you know, I, I would say you either need to figure it out for me or you need, should start reevaluating, you know, who you're using for your vendor partners because it's, it's true. A lot of them do focus on these vanity metrics, as you'd mentioned, like the impression share and, and impressions in general and so on and so forth. But really want to align yourself with someone who, you know, you guys, you, you can trust as the dealer community to, to really help you out because it's true. A lot of dealers are, you know, spread thin. They don't have the proper personnel to, to handle this. It's usually an internet uh, BD manager or a general sales manager who they already have their own jobs, right? Their jobs are to, to get people into the door and sell cars. They are not digital marketing uh, experts, so on and so forth. So I think that's very interesting. The other thing that you had mentioned, which I have my picture I drew here, but this is just something I, I thought up. So essentially we all know sales funnels, right? I mean, that's, that's something you had mentioned is this funnel, but you know, do dealers realize that they should probably have a marketing funnel as well? 
And essentially, like you said, where let's say someone's, uh, you know, top of, of the funnel. So brand awareness, then you move down to the consideration, then you move down to, you know, decision page, and then you move down to a final sale. You know, really for the marketing side of things, it should really, you should be able to track all of that. And the technology is definitely out there for dealers to do that. But like you said, the quality sales prospect, you'd literally be able to follow from the top of the funnel all the way down to their conversion and then eliminate the noise, you know, eliminate whether or not that that person's sales or, or service or the you know, parts prospect in general. So I think that that's, that's really, really important for dealers to, uh, to look into. Now, if dealers don't have these vendor partners in place, which I'm sure a majority of them do, uh, yet maybe they're a little savvy. They use Google Analytics and, and things like that. Is there a way to track a quality sales prospect utilizing Google Analytics? Is that something that dealers can do? Um, it's uh, it's challenging because what you're missing out on is the actual analysis. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have a way to say these are the prospects that we have identified that are QSPs, um, like we can import the QSP data into Google Analytics for our, our clients so that if they want to pull that in as a goal, um, we can import that QSP data. So they can see in GA by whatever data view they're looking at, um, they can pull in, um, you know, QSPs as a secondary dimension. Um, but without that type of analysis, um, it's a little more challenging. Um, I'd say that, you know, the the basic goals you want to set up are you can set up goals for like pages per sessions, time on site, kind of hitting some, it's usually an arbitrary kind of number of like, well, we, we think it's valuable if somebody visits three pages or more per session. So we want to track what traffic sources are sending us traffic that consistently does that. Those types of things are valuable. Um, you can set up like Destination goals are good goals too. So if you have a thank you page or something on a form fill, um, you can set up a destination goal that basically tracks how many times that page was loaded, which gives you a sense of how many times that form is filled out. It can be a little more challenging with dealership websites though, because um, a lot of these things might be happening, um, you know, dynamically in page. Mm -hmm. So you, you're going to probably have to work with your website provider to um, figure out the right hooks for events and things. So um, I hate to say that the answer is like, reach out to your providers, but I think that you can do it yourself. It's just gonna take you a lot more, um, it's just gonna take you a little bit more research and kind of trial and error. And you wanna ensure that when you do set something up, if you're gonna make business decisions based off of it, you wanna make sure that it's accurate. Right. So that initial kind of setup is gonna be important, but there are definitely things that you can look at um, even without goals, just to kind of understand where's your traffic coming from. One one good thing that I like to look at is um, if you can track, even if you can't track QSPs, if you can just track like lead actions and prospects um, and you can get a volume number by channel. So you say paid search gave me this many prospects, Facebook gave me this many, then you can go into um, uh, Google Analytics and you can look at uh, the percentage of traffic that that source represents should be at least one-to-one -one with the percentage of conversions that come from that source. So that's a really good, like simple benchmark that you can use where if paid search is driving you 20% of your overall website traffic, you would hope that it drives you at least 20% of your overall conversions. If that number is out of whack where you're driving 
40% of the traffic, but 10% of the conversions, that probably means that there's, you're not being efficient with your spend. But on the other side of that, if you're driving 10% of the traffic, but 40% of the conversions, paid search is working for you real well and put more. And that tells you, I should probably be investing a little bit more there because it's, it's basically punching above its weight class. Mm -hmm. So those are some simple things that you can do that don't involve like setting up goals. Um, But I think that um, Google Analytics is, is a great starting point. And if you're not looking at anything like this, get into GA, look at just some of the, the reports that break down traffic sources. Right. Um, source medium reports are good places to start. And that'll just give you some awareness of maybe you're not even aware of all the places that are driving traffic to your website. And if you can start there and then you start to work your way out to, okay, now I want to track uh, you know, an engagement goal like pages per session or time on site, then you start adding those things and then you slowly start to build kind of the KPIs that you look at. But again, ask yourself the question that you would ask a vendor, why am I creating this goal to track this metric? Is this important to something down the line that's really valuable to my bottom line? Because if not, and it's just a metric to track for the sake of tracking the metric, you maybe want to question, is this something that I want to put a lot of stock into when making decisions? Right. Yeah, so I think, you know, with Google Analytics, too, I mean, I, I agree with your your statement, once again, that, yes, it's a starting point, but I do think the tool for being a free tool for dealers is absolutely a tool that dealers need to, to basically learn and familiarize themselves with. You know, we always hear this in the marketing world, and I'm sure Matt knows this as well, but if you want to win the world of Google, right, it's like you got to play on Google's field, right, mm-hmm. or you want to win the game of Google, you got to play on Google's field, and now some people might be going, oh, really like we have to do that Uh, but you know in terms of google analytics there is so much insight you can glean and for those listening i will give you just a couple of my favorite reports that i look at because i think they do help us identify that higher quality traffic so a couple of those and i'll just rattle them off and then maybe we can go more in depth at a later episode or in the description whatever it is but um, really a new one, which is in beta testing still is, and I don't know if you gentlemen have heard of it, but the cohort analysis is a personal favorite of mine. Another one that I absolutely love, uh, just looking at the actual Google events, right? So like you said, isolating them out to specific traffic sources, but seeing what events, right? So these are uh, actually tracked by Google. You know, you'd be able to see if someone clicked on specific VDP views or SRP search results pages, clicked on a slideshow, clicked on a click to call, clicked a chat without having the goal set up. You could actually look at the events that does include, you know, a page pages per session that includes time on page, so on and so forth. Uh, And then the last one is actually that isolating out the actual time on page. And this one I learned very recently because when you look at specific traffic sources, let's just say you looked at your overview report and it pulls in the specific source time on pay or time on site, excuse me. And then, you know, a bounce rate and goal completions and so on and so forth. The time on site, and this is fascinating because I, like I said, literally just learned this, the time on site is only really taking into consideration the uh, person getting to that one landing page or location and then exiting that if they were included as a bounce. But believe it or not, it's not the actual time on the specific page. 
So these people, I mean, you could be sending them to your, your site and you paying money for those people to get to your site. And if you don't dig in further and you're just saying, oh my goodness, you know, this Facebook uh, campaign is, they're only spending an average of 35 seconds or 45 seconds on my site. You'd be surprised if you actually boiled it down or dug deeper, you could see that some of those page views or the time on page is like six, seven, eight minutes a page, which means people are really engaging on there. So I think that will show you a better idea of these these QSPs, and so it absolutely is a very, very important tool. How about you over there, Mr. Matt Wilson? I mean, do you guys preach Google Analytics at, at Silverback? How does that you know work in your world? You're getting very worked up there. I was enjoying it. <laughs> I was like, wow, he really is passionate about this topic. Holy cow, his voice is getting higher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think you know, the main takeaway for me, uh, you know, with and with my with Silverback Advertising the Agency that I'm at is uh, attribution, right? And the con and I, you know, you and I have had plenty of talks about this off the air about it. Um, and, you know, dealers are, yeah, okay, we, so we love Google Analytics. We have our own dashboard called the Fuel Gauge that measures yeah. conversions and whatnot. Um, and then our OTT platform, it's all about, attribution. And right. we talked the same thing that Naveen is talking about is vanity metrics. And I always, you know, I always tell the story where, you know, I used to buy um, uh, OTT from my cable company at my last group. And then we get the report at the end of the month. And I've told you this story, Colin, and here's your OTT and here's your impressions and here's your view through rate. And it's like, okay, great. But where's the clicks? Where's the calls? Where's the form fills? Where's the credit apps? Where's the footfall traffic? And any way that you can provide that information to dealers as close as you can get to saying doing this sold you this is, is, is what you need to look for uh, as a dealer. I had not, not heard of QSPs before this. So when Colin, when Colin sent me this episode, yeah, you know me, I was like, I'm going to learn something. <laughs> so that's yeah, it. that's a, that's a great point. Um, I think Connecting the online to the offline um, is a challenge that every big player out there has tried to do. Google's done it in a big way with with store in store, like the store visits metric. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I know that they're putting they put a lot of weight there, but this is kind of our version of the store visit, right? Of hey, we don't we don't need to. So part of Four Eyes too is Four Eyes connects to the dealer CRM. So the other side of it wow. is that. There's all this that happens with, okay, well, we can we can do the marketing attribution, but on top of that, we can also tell you when somebody's been back to your website. So that's the sales enablement part of it of, hey, we can see the salesperson that's assigned to this prospect, and we saw that this prospect from your CRM is back on the website 30 minutes ago. That salesperson gets a text or an email saying, hey, you should call this person now. And here's what they looked at and here's what they're shopping and here's everything they've searched for on the search tool on your website. So there, there's... There's lots of information out there. And I think that essentially what we're trying to do is just it encapsulates sales enablement and marketing attribution because we just want to track everything that happens on the website because there's some valuable way to use that information. And I think the platform grows because every day, week, month, we think of, whoa, here's another application of this data that we never thought of before. Right. And so, um, but yeah, I think connecting the offline to the online has been a big challenge. And I think QSPs are something um, that's between a lead action and a store visit, right? Like you're not, this isn't necessarily somebody who came to the store, but this is somebody who's thinking about it f- right. for real um, and who's really truly showing, you know, sales intent. 
Yeah, so you want to be in front of them. I, I just made my notes here, and it was originally the five W's, but then I realized that there's one, it's an H. So who, what, where, when, why, and how? Who, what, where, when, why, how? Right, there you go. All the questions I think <laughs> you really ask yourself uh, as a marketer and as a dealer who's spending money with some vendor partners, you know, ask them those questions. Who am I marketing to? What am I marketing to them? Why am I marketing to them? When are they getting that message? And how are we disseminating this out, you know, out into the ether? So I think that that's really, really important, especially as dealers move forward in 2021, which will be here before you know it. But attribution is definitely going to be something that will probably be, I mean, it kind of already is, but I think it's going to be your one of your buzzwords, just like digital retailing was and still is. But attribution, attribution, attribution. So that's really cool. Um, you know, we'll finalize here with a couple thoughts. I think um, for dealers listening, and not that I'm biased, I do utilize uh, four eyes at our dealerships. <laughs> uh, we do have them with their, I, I believe now, it's not the sales enablement, but prospect engagement tool, mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, for us, and I will say why I think it's really important for dealers to sign up with it. Um, this is, you know, Naveen doesn't know I'm, talking about this but <laughs> the matter is for us the way we use it is like this uh or the way the emails work is like this so someone goes onto our website right let's say we drove them there with some sort of paid search traffic or paid traffic in general they go on they fill out a lead form they fill out a chat there's some sort of tangible information that we get from these individuals what prospect engagement does for us is now is sending dynamic emails to these individuals and by dynamic emails i mean the specific make model vehicle that person's looking at or submitted a lead on will now be recommended to them with suggested other vehicles uh, there's also price drop alerts and notifications and there also is a if that vehicle sold you know out of stock here's a similar vehicle the reason why i wanted to bring that up though is i think uh, with QSPs, when dealers look at it and they're boiling it down to, okay, I want to focus on getting these quality sales prospects. Getting the quality sales prospect starts with quality marketing. And the quality marketing comes from what I like to call hyper-personalization. And so the gone are the days, or gone should be the days, of a dealer doing this, uh, you know, spray and pray where they're sending out, you know, mass email blasts or, you know, sending out, you know, just untargeted messaging, hoping that someone's going to click on it. Yes, there still is some value uh, to that in, in a, a holistic picture if you're looking at it. I mean, maybe someone hasn't specified a specific maker model of vehicle. Um, you know, they've just been on your website and you have their information, but you don't know whether they want a Jeep Grand Cherokee or Jeep Compass or something like that. So you're just going to send them a Jeep email blast and see, you know, what happens. But, you know, with that, people that have raised their hands that have said, I want a Jeep Cherokee or Jeep Grand Cherokee, submitted a lead on it. And as you follow up with them, to, for them to see suggested vehicles, price drop alerts, so on and so forth, I think that that's very, very powerful. I mean, Matt, I know you guys with your Data Fusion, which is your, your OTT product, uh, you know, as well as the other solutions that you guys offer at Silverback. I know like personalization is something that you guys take very seriously. So I know you guys agree with that. I mean, is that, that's what marketing is, right? It's about personalizing the message. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, the person wants to be connected with on a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, right. level and yeah, you're completely right for sure. Yeah. So I think that that's the, the big thing here is the QSP begins with that one-on-one, -on -one, uh, I'm going to call it QM, which is called <laughs> sound is nice. 
but yeah, no, I think that that's very, very important. And uh, now with that, Naveen, so Adperance Four Eyes, is there, uh, I mean, where can people go if they want to learn more about Adperance and Four Eyes? Yeah, they can, um, they can reach out to us you know, directly, they can go to adparents.com. They can go to forest.io um, and, and check out what we have to offer. My, you know, they can reach out to me directly. My email is basically just my first dot last name at adparents.com. Um, and I think that there's, uh, I think you mentioned prospect engagement. There's um, opportunities to try that platform, you know, for 60 days and no charge and then see the results. Um, so Lots of, we really want to put our money where our mouth is in terms of, you know, proving that quality outreach and targeting people who are QSPs um, is how you're going to do effective marketing as a dealership. So um, good opportunity there. And then on the ad parent side, we've obviously been in the space for a long time and we're in a, in a, a decent amount of certified programs. So yeah, you can reach out to me directly. You can check out our websites um, and, and we'll, we'd love to connect with people. Yeah, no, I know. I know you like to connect with people. <laughs> I know that you like to find them, those quality sales prospects in their market. So, Naveen, we really appreciate it, man. Thank you so very much for explaining what a QSP is. We know you're down with QSP. <laughs> we hope that everyone else now is going to get down with QSPs and ask the right questions. And, you know, those questions before we let you go, just basically why, why am I, you know, going after these people? What is this getting me? And then ultimately, you know, how, how can we track this? Right. So that's, that's the beauty of it, but all the technologies out there and dealers just need to speak up. They need to ask. And if their vendor partners can't provide them with those answers, well, dealers, it's an opportunity to find someone else who can. <laughs> Thanks Naveen. Take Thanks care, guys. Bye very much thanks naveen matt yes sir something about qsps today i sure i love days when i get to learn something and i went into this one like i said you know i saw you know when we and i pre our little pre-meeting about what's going on and i'm like nope don't tell me i don't know i want to learn so i uh, i certainly did i certainly did i hope all the dealers and vendors listening to found it uh informational educational whatever the word is if it's, if it's not in Merriam-Webster's dictionary yet, maybe QSP in a couple months will be there uh, just because we do think, you know, Matt and I both believe that there is a, a tremendous amount of importance behind actually finding the quality sales prospect, right? I mean, it's like the needle in the haystack. Mm -hmm. I mean, essentially, instead of the needle in the haystack, we just want to give you a lot of needles. Yeah. Tra you know? Traffic doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Exactly. Traffic I tell you what. We love, does our industry like acronyms more than any other industry? Everything's an acronym in automotive. I think so. Yeah. BDC. Uh, yeah. What else? FNI. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot. And then, and then <laughs> you, get, like, lot. you get DOMs and FOMs and regional VPs and it's crazy. I love it. That's true. Everyone's, everyone's title. So with that, guys, we appreciate you all for listening and tuning in, whether you're watching this at a later date, listening at a later date. We really appreciate it. Uh, last housekeeping items for us. Please do not forget to like and follow us on Facebook. You can find Matt on his Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson podcast. Just type that right in. Yep. For me, Experimarketing Marketing Podcast on Facebook and then also on YouTube. Do not forget to subscribe. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. So you can stay up to date on all things Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson and all things Experimarketing. Marketing. And finally, 
That's okay, you can roll it out. And finally, connect on LinkedIn. We always wanna have new dialogues, new connections, and new conversations. Thank you very much, everyone. That's Experiment Marketing, episode seven, down with USPs, you know more. We'll see you next time.